This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's talk about your imagination this morning and being able to discern what is real and what is not. Our brain does all of that work for us, right? But new research is showing that if that signal is weaker in the brain, it may help to explain why some people hallucinate and think what is happening is actually real. Now, hallucination is a real problem in in mental health issues, right? Trying to help people with those disorders sort out what is actually real and what is not. Well, this kind of research could go a long way. There's a new study that's been looking into this. We wanted to learn more about it this morning. So Dr. Nadine Jeekstra is with us now, a senior research fellow at Wellcome Center for Human Neuroimaging. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, can you explain the work that's being done here? How does the brain tell the difference between a, something that is hallucination or what is real? Yeah, so what what our study basically seems to suggest is that one way in which the brain might do this is by just looking at how strong a signal is. So generally when we imagine something, we kind of see it in our mind's eye, but it's much less clear or vivid than reality. What we see is that if for some reason the imagination does become very strong, then we start confusing it for reality. Okay, so if the brain can do that, then how do we fix that? If Is it malfunctioning in people who have issues where they hallucinate? Yeah, for sure. So, so that, that, that would be the idea. There's one suggestion that maybe there's the, what we call hyper-excitability of the visual cortex. That for some reason, the signals that are supposed to uh, be weaker when we imagine something, for some reason, they get stronger in people who, lose, who hallucinate. Uh, and we, we don't know yet how to fix that, but I think this research would be a first kind of suggestion that we could look into that a bit more and, and really look at the visual cortex of these people and what's going on there. Were you surprised by that finding? Yeah, we were actually, we were. So this this is a study that we did in healthy participants, just the general population. And we found that actually everybody can experience this confusion between reality and imagination when we uh, get them in the right context. Uh, So in our experiment, it's quite hard to tell apart imagination and reality, but we, we kind of assumed that people would still be able to do that because we're so good at it in daily life. But surprisingly, most people actually uh, mix the two up in this, in this case. So could it be an indicator of mental health issues or is it as a result of mental health issues? Oh, that's a really good question. So we, need, we still need to figure out the relationship between this effect and actual uh, clinical cases of hallucinations. Uh, we think there might be common drivers, but this is something that we really need to look at more in, in, in other research. And then whether it's a consequence or an actual cause, Ah, that's a really good question. Some research suggests that, for example, schizophrenia delusions start with hallucinations, and then these more kind of um, delusions come later. But there's this a lot of a lot of this is still unclear and needs to be investigated further. Right, there's so many different things though involved in when when the brain tricks you into what what is real and what is not, isn't, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we now just look specifically at like how strong the, the signal is, how clear or vividly you see something. But there are so many different factors. So, for example, background knowledge is important. So if you were to suddenly see a polar bear in your studio, you'd probably question your um, 
sense of reality, even even if it was very vivid. So there's all kinds of factors that we take into account to make these decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I would definitely take, I would have to think twice about that. Okay, so has why hasn't this research ever been done before? Like, was this a, a new way of looking at this? Yeah, so I think a lot of this research focused either on uh, the, the clinical cases where it was obviously that, that things were going wrong and then, or they were focusing more on memory. So if you remember whether something really happened or it was something you just dreamed about, that's something that's quite common, uh, an ex- quite a common experience for people and has been investigated quite a lot. But this kind of reality monitoring in the moment for healthy participants, people just assumed that we were so good at it. We didn't need to check it. Like, People assume that we are so good at keeping apart reality and imagination that it's not really something to investigate in healthy participants. Hmm, um, but I think the, the last couple, yeah, but the last couple of years, there's been a lot of neuroscience showing that when we imagine something, we actually activate very similar brain areas as when we would actually see the same thing. So that has kind of suggested to us that maybe this separation is not as clear as we like to think. Right, because the other thing is too that that we know that memory can be tricky, don't we, right? We know that yeah. sometimes when they say our mind plays tricks on us, we, we kind of know this, but it seems like we just we just assumed that our brain fixes these things. Yeah, we do. It, it is also a little bit unsettling to think that our perception of reality is not as objective as we might think. So, yeah. Oh, that is true. So what are the next steps with this research then? So there's a lot of different things that we can do. Um, so one thing, like I already mentioned, we want to link it to uh, clinical cases of reality monitoring failures, hallucinations, schizophrenia, see if similar mechanisms are at play. And this study was also really focused on the behavior, so whether people experience something as real or not, but we want to look into the brain when this happens. So that's the next step, to do the same study when people are lying in an MRI scanner so we can actually look at what is happening in their brain online at that moment. Right. So if you can figure that out, then that, that that's the next step then to figuring out how to perhaps improve those neural pathways, how to strengthen them, maybe? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that would be that would be a logical next step, uh, which I'm, I'm really excited about. And we could also think about starting to manipulate these things using things like transcranial magnetic stimulation, which is a technique in which you can increase brain activity. So you could imagine that we could make imagination feel more real by by kind of um, manipulating people's brain activity online. That's another direction that I'm quite excited about wow. to explore. That's a wild, wild world out there. Uh, thank you so much right. for your time on that this morning. <laughs> You're very welcome. Fascinating research. Dr. Nadine Jeekstra is a senior research fellow at Welcome Center for Human Neuroimaging. Essentially what they have found is that the brain sends signals so that you can determine what is real and what is not. What is a hallucination, what is a dream, or what is actual reality. But if those signals are weaker, it helps to explain people's hallucinations, particularly in with mental health issues. Uh, for instance, if someone has schizophrenia, if they have dementia, those, those signals get weaker. So by improving and boosting those signals, can you also then treat those issues? It's a fascinating subject. And it is amazing to me that they didn't realize that or didn't really do this research actually until now.